The Red Bull rant is a free-flowing conversation about soccer that may include adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the official podcast of com, The Red Bull Rant. I'm Jason Iapico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman. And this is episode 132, Beware the Ides of Smarch. Lousy Smarch weather. Seriously, this goddamn weather. I, we, I, I ran my car today for at least 20 minutes because of all the ice. Front windshield wouldn't actually defrost. It wasn't until I went out there with the, the, the ice scraper. And like jabbed at it where everything actually came off. I have no idea what the hell's going on. And fuck this weather. We're all gonna and die. I'm not under, and I'm not under eight feet of snow like Boston is. So I mean, there's that for you. That's, all right, that's true. I got to experience that the other week. <laughs> yeah, uh, I when you t- told me that you were in that weather, I was like, I am fucking glad I'm not dreaming today. Uh, yeah. So one one team that was not experiencing bad weather. The New York Red Bulls down in Florida for preseason. Um, down there for the IMG Academy Suncoast Pro Soccer Classic. Or as Lester Townsend called it on wow. what's a Metro. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. as Lester Townsend nicknamed it on, or the, the final anyway, he nicknamed the final uh, on what's a Metro today, the Flint Michigan Mega Bowl. <laughs> Everyone wants to win the Flint Michigan Mega Bowl. Who doesn't? Seriously, there's a giant cannon that shoots off. It's just amazing. Come on. It's going to be glorious. <laughs> trophies given to you by Michael Moore. Ah, it's just everything. It's glorious. I've seen the trophy. <laughs> it's seven feet high, and it is glorious. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, so, four, four games to Red Bulls during the preseason. First one against... Uh, HP Coke, I think I say. I honestly don't even remember where they're from. The last few weeks for me have kind of been a blur with work, so ignore my um, ignorance a little bit on the preseason stuff. Um, so they got a one-one result against HP uh, Coke, a one-nothing result against Oklahoma City Energy of the, I believe it's the USL, since it's not USL Pro anymore. And mm-hmm. two results against uh, Toronto FC, who didn't play any of their like big name starters. And a 3-1 loss to the Philadelphia Union, who got their first official trophy. Yay! Yay. We would have won the trophy if Metro still owned the team. <laughs> <laughs> we lost the preseason trophy. Red Bull out. Right off. Red Bull out. All right. Um, so, all in all, during the preseason, it sounds like the uh, team played pretty well. Um, even in the game against Philadelphia, they had a, a good amount of possession. Uh, pretty decent defense. The only problem was that there was a, like, a few unlucky plays, and that's what they gave up three goals on. But encouraging signs from what everything that we've heard. Uh, we'll start with you, Pat. What do you think about uh, the preseason results of the Red Bulls? 
Yeah, I mean, I definitely think there is uh, something to be encouraged about. I mean, the 3-1 is a bit, um, it, it was not quite as bad as that looked. I mean, you had an uncharacteristically bad Luis Robles in goal, uh, so you know he's going to get that right, um, giving up two soft goals in that game. And then you had the, uh, you know, the Rebels got plenty of chances. However, you know, uh, the Philadelphia Union keeper, who I can't remember his name, but he was that Algerian keeper who stood on his head in the World Cup last year. He did exactly the same thing, making a number of spectacular saves uh, that kept the Rebels uh, to only one goal. So uh, I definitely don't think it's anything to panic about. It is preseason. And, um, yeah, I mean, there's something to look forward to. Uh, you know, uh, hopefully we'll get to see what this team can do on uh, Saturday, Sunday. I forget which day it is. But, uh, and, uh, Sunday. Sunday, there you go. So let's hope we can see what the team does Sunday. Uh, Assuming there is a Sunday. If everything goes right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I mean, uh, <laughs> so far, so far I think uh, Jesse Marsh has got a good squad, and uh, time will tell. Yeah, I think if uh, you look at the results, these low-scoring results, obviously it's preseason, not much to take out of it, but that's kind of the results I'm going to expect to see this year. Not a lot of high scoring, uh, a little bit ugly, but, I mean, fine. You know, who cares who won whatever dumb trophy? You know, two wins, a draw, and a loss preseason, as long as the players are playing well, and BWP scoring already, so that's always nice to see, you know. Absolutely. It's just... Hopefully it carries over. So uh, if you watched YouTube, if you follow their YouTube videos, they did a lot of team-building exercises. They apparently had the Red Bull Olympics where they played golf, uh, basketball, trivia. I don't even know what else was going on. I think they were playing cornhole. I think some cornholing going on down there. So it's nice to see. I mean, the team always seems to do these activities down there, and they all, real, of course, seem to really like each other, and I think that's really important going into a season. Yeah, I think my favorite uh, team-building exercise video that I watched was the one where the Red Bull executives made the entire team be their butlers and speedos. And they're like, bring me the caviar! If you want to earn a paycheck, you must do this. You know, We'll ship you down to Brazil. Yeah, Red Bull out, man. Red Bull out. You know, I got to say, Dax McCarty has probably the best golf shorts ever. That, you know, even Roddy Dangerfield would be proud to wear them. That's that's yeah, how good. We're styling. Uh, oh yeah. So yeah. I, like I said, I wasn't paying attention to a lot of the um, preseason stuff. Work has been brutal for me the last few weeks. I spent, I don't know, I, I had to be like twenty plus hours of overtime uh, last week and the week before uh, getting ready for something. And it, I started this new position like a month ago. So I mean, 20, 20 hours of overtime already is insane. But anyway. Um, from everything I've read and seen, it sounds like the team's in pretty good shape. I wish we knew more about who was staying on the team at this point, but with the ongoing flux of the CBA, I guess I can't blame the Red Bulls too much about not you know signing a bunch of these players. Um, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, but everything seems to be pointing to an encouraging season. Uh, maybe not a high-scoring season or a flashy season, but you know what? I don't care. The results, all that matters if the Red Bulls win the Supporters' Shield, they win the U.S. Open Cup, they win the support, uh, MLS Cup. I'll be happy with nothing but one nothing victories. I'll take it. Yeah. I, I mean, it, like, to go back to the, the entire preseason, look, it is preseason. And some, of the, and some of the players who look sloppiest are ones who are not sloppy. I, I, Dax McCarty being one of them. I think he had a couple 
especially in the game last night. He had a couple of uh, poor touches. You're not going to see that in the regular season. They're going to get it right. It's rust. It's nothing more than that. I think they're going to be fun. And to echo uh, Jason's uh, opinion about high scoring, hey, look, I'm a New York Giant fan. They won two very ugly Super Bowls, and I'm ecstatic about it. You know, I, I could care less what this team looks like as long as they win. And really, if you look at the history of MLS, aside from basically the LA Galaxy, a lot of those champion teams have been ugly winning teams. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's just the way you got to play it in this league. you you got to win tough because you're not always going to outscore your opponents like the Red Bulls have tried the past few years. Yeah. So, yeah. It, yeah. Win ugly, just win. Yeah. And, and let's see what the Galaxy do without Landon Donovan now. I mean, they... they right had such a stroke of luck of getting the best player in the U.S. national team player pool to stay in MLS. So uh, let's see what they can do without him. All right. Uh, so let's move on. Uh, we got uh, two other topics we're going to discuss. This is not a season preview show, just so everybody's ahead as a heads up on that. That will be later this week, um, assuming things go well. But first, uh, there was a little bit of uh, – to me, it's personally controversy, but I guess not really controversy – um, the billboard that we had talked about a few weeks ago, the day after the Pecky firing, that is now up on I-280 near Red Bull Arena. Uh, I forget what it says. I know it's like Red Bull out, our, I think it's Red Bull out, our team, our honor or something like that. I can't remember the exact words off the top of my head, honestly. Um, but so it's up near, uh, Red Bull Arena. People drive by it every day. Of course, most people know, won't know what the hell it is because they don't, a lot of people don't follow this team, but I know... Pat has a little bit of opinion on it, but before we get to him, uh, the Cosmos a few days later put up their own billboard almost the same distance away on the other side of Red Bull Arena on 280, advertising tickets. So, uh, nice, not not so nice uh, advertisement there by the Cosmos, which I can't really blame them for trying to take advantage of the situation. But, Pat, since I know you have something to say about this, go ahead. Uh, yeah, so this, uh, I, love the, I love the people online saying it's not supposed to be a Red Bull out. Billboard. It's supposed to honor Pecky, and we had to, you know, we had to figure out a way to compromise. No, that's not a fucking compromise. I mean, come on, stop it. You want to honor Mike Pecky, honor Mike Pecky. Say, thanks for the service, we miss you. And then you want to put in a tiny corner, fine, hashtag Red Bull, knock yourself out. But that is not honoring Pecky, especially when the top line is Red Bull out. Give me a break. It's not honoring Mike Pecky whatsoever. It's like if the Red Bull out people ran forward and they said, we're going to make an ad uh, honoring our troops, it'd be a giant picture of an F-150 truck and it'd be like, build Ford tough. You know, you need a Ford truck if uh, you want girls to like you. And then in the tiny corner, we probably would say, we support our troops. That would be a supporting the troops ad by according to Red Bull out standards. Give me a break. You are not honoring Mike Pecky. You don't even know if Mike Pecky supports your own program. You know, so you're using his image for something that he has never vocally come out and said he supports, which is just very disingenuous. So, uh, yeah, I'm a little pissed off. Oh, and by the way, now the Cosmos are putting a billboard. It's perfect marketing by the Cosmos because anybody driving by sees, oh, well, fans fucking hate this team. Why am I going to go see the Red Bulls? I might as well go see the Cosmos. You're just driving other fans away. You're not doing anything. Red Bull's not going to sell the team because of you. I mean, come on. Get over it, all right? Just stop following the team. If Red Bull is so awful to you, I'll say it, and I'll say it again. Stop following the team. Get off Twitter. Don't go to games. I mean, come on. It's just getting it's, – it's ludicrous at this time, especially when this new um, – this new regime, the only bad move they made 
was releasing Petke. Everything they've done since then has been uh, short of brilliant. I mean, come on, guys. Get over it. Get out your way. One, you're wasting your money, but hey, who am I to tell what to do with your money? And all you're doing is really just making the team look bad so that other people won't go to games. And you know what? You might just be sending people into the NSAL's arms. And so might the league, but we'll get to that in a little bit. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. <laughs> I'll say this. Anyone who's driving up and down that area in New Jersey and sees that uh, Cosmos sign, then they realize how much of a pain in the ass it is to get the Hofstra, don't worry. They're, they're not going to be Cosmos fans because <laughs> no one wants to drive to Long Island from New Jersey. Nobody. Yeah, if they if they move that team to Brooklyn, though, although right, I, don't, hey, I, don't, I don't see the sense of moving it to Keyspan Park, but if they move the team to Brooklyn, it'll be a bit more of an issue. Fuck, I don't even think they'd want to go if the team was at the Meadowlands. I'm just saying, traffic's horrible. <laughs> Uh, I, this is what I'll say about the billboard. All right, I'm with Pat on this one. Uh, I think it's a bad idea to have both Red Bull out and Pecky's image on it. I think you should pick either one or the other. You want Honor Pecky? Honor Pecky, that's awesome. You want Red Bull out? That's awesome too. I, I just think putting them together is completely ridiculous. Uh, I don't know how much Mike Pecky appreciates him seeing the back of his head uh, on a giant billboard on the, you know, on the highway. So, I don't know. I, I, I'm not. I'm just. I'm also not a big fan. Uh, that's just me. That's just Pat. You know, if you have your own opinion, I'm sure you can call us or email us or tweet us or whatever, and and we'll argue with you for 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, my two cents about this is that the original Indiegogo campaign, the fund this billboard, had absolutely zero to do with Rebel Out. The whole idea of the billboard was a protest of the firing. And when I had interviewed uh, the guys behind the original Indiegogo campaign, they said that what they wanted was Pecky reinstated and Ali Curtis fired. That was on January 8th, I think, is when Pecky got fired, or when the billboard got started anyway. The next day is whenever Red Bull Out started, and the billboard had reached its funding goal by that point. So somewhere between the funding being... Matt and last week, somehow the billboard went from what it was supposed to be to a rebel out billboard. And that's my problem is if I was one of those people that had donated, which I, full disclosure, I did not donate, but if I had, I'd be absolutely pissed off and ask for my money back at that. Because that was not what I would have signed up for. It's it's arrogance. It's it's absolute arrogance. It's arrogance that, like, my message is what's the most important thing ever. I need to get in and in there, no matter what. It's absolute and complete arrogance. All right, so yeah, let's uh, let's move off of that before we get a little bit more uh, irate. But I mean, like, actually, the next topic might make us make us, especially Pat, because I know he's advocated for stuff like this in the past. Um, so the collective bargaining agreement for the uh, Major League Soccer is technically up already, but there's a kind of an informal agreement to extend the current CBA through preseason. Uh, my understanding is that there's a drop-dead date of uh, Thursday, uh, March 5th. So that's this Thursday coming up. And if there is no CBA in place at that point, there will be a work stoppage. Meaning that probably the first week in the games will not commence since the first game is supposed to be Friday night. Um, currently, player reps are traveling out to D.C. for meetings. Uh, among them are going to be Dax McCarty and Luis Robles from the Red Bulls. And uh, apparently so far they've agreed on a few small items such as compensation for players being relocated 
and a uh, number of public appearances. Uh, I imagine that most of the small stuff is already agreed to already and just not being leaked. Uh, the owners, from what I understand, have a gag order on them, and there's going to be like a $250,000 fine for anybody that speaks out. Um, so there's <laughs> real, no real news coming out. <laughs> Excuse me. But So there's no real news being leaked at this point, so we're all kind of in a holding pattern trying to figure out what's going on. Um, the only reason I have any of that information is because I was talking to some of the guys at SB Nation from the other MLS blogs, and that's what they know. So, I mean, take that for what you will, because we have, you know, our sources could be right, but you never know. Um, so, since Pat got to go first on the billboard, I'm going to make him wait a minute. So, Truman, do you think we're going to get a CBA in place by Thursday? Today's Sunday. We haven't heard anything, right? One, Monday, Correct. Tuesday. So, they have three days to negotiate before Thursday? Yep. I, I think they're fucked. <laughs> I think they're fucked because I, uh, you know, our, Franco wrote an article. Franco Panizzo did an article about. I think he interviewed Robles, and they want some form of free agency. And you know, it's funny, Jay. You say owners, but we know it's really kind of like owner. Uh, I, I don't think they want it, and it's going to be a fucking huge, huge issue if they don't get some form of free agency which the players have rightfully earned at this point in year 20 of Major League Soccer, how you don't have any form of free agency is a fucking joke in this league. So do I see a deal getting done? I do not. I remember people were panicked uh, up until draft day, I think it was three, four years ago, uh, when the draft was in Philly, and they got the deal done on draft day, just before the draft started. I think that was four years ago. And people were like, oh, phew. Relieved. Well, now we have uh, less than a week till the season starts, and they don't have one in pl- place. So I think we're in big trouble. Yeah, uh, I, I'm absolutely with you. Uh, I think we're in trouble. I, I, I think uh, Real Salt Lake's owner gave uh, everybody a window into the absolute uh, ignorance of the ownership of the league. Uh, the fact that they're like, ah, well, should best for owners of the other franchise, and we want no part of free agency. All right, then get into professional wrestling. I mean, get into professional wrestling where you can fucking fix everything then. I mean, because it's absolutely ridiculous, like Truman said, that in year 20 we don't have free agency. If you don't want to re-sign a player, you lose them. Simple as that. And, and, and owners are insulting the fans' intelligence when they say free agency will drive costs up. No. A salary cap is what keeps costs down. That is your major difference from Europe where costs are getting out of control. So, right. it's absolutely, so if somebody wants to spend a million dollars on Dax McCarty, let them. Let them spend a million dollars on Dax McCarty. Then they've got a whole hell of a lot of other holes to fill. I mean, it, it's absurd that, you know, players' destinations are designed by uh, decided by a coin flip. I mean, get out of here. Come on. Now that you're highly visible, the fact that pe- fans are upset shows that you have grown because people are noticing all the ridiculous rules in this league. And the only way to fix it is free agency. I mean, look, I think fans would accept a restricted free agency, say four, four years or so before you can have true free agency in the league. Uh, but, I mean, any player that's coming home, the allocation draft needs to go. Uh, you, know, all, you know, all that nonsense just needs to go. It, it's, it just makes it look like a Mickey Mouse league. And it makes it, like I said, looks like professional wrestling. It's easy. It, it's impossible to have transparency 
when all of a sudden the best teams get the best players and whatnot. I mean, you know, Jermaine Jones should be in Chicago. Let's face it. You know, that that's where the main thing. And then they had to design it, decide it by a coin flip. It's ridiculous. And it, it's if they don't get they, they want to be a top league in 10 years, that is not going to happen without free agency. Simple as that. Because nobody wants to go play for a league or a team where they don't have any choice. That makes absolutely no sense. And as the U.S. player gets better, and they, especially with the academy system and, and whatnot, they're going to go overseas. They're going to find better options. It, it, it's simple as that. If they don't, if this league really says never on free agency, fold, fold, because you'll never get where you want to be. Uh, you know, fans aren't stupid. They're not going to sit around forever. Uh, USL is now looking pretty damn ambitious. NASL, eh, I mean, they look ambitious as well. Uh, there is without a true pyramid, there's competition in this uh, country, and the owners need to get their act together. It, it's simple as that. And you know, I, I just, and if they're, you know, the, the, hopefully the players don't back down because all the car, all the chips are on their side, and you know, the, it's the owners who are going to have to buckle. You know what's really sad about this is that the players with the most power are the foreign players coming here. Mm-hmm. Not the American-born players who want to come back and play in Major League Soccer. They have no say where they want to go. Yep. But players like Thierry Henry and David Beckham and Steven Gerrard, you know, players like that, they, Robbie Keane, they all get to come and pick whatever team they want to go to. But yep. like you said, someone like a Jermaine Jones, all these other guys, they, not only can they not pick it, but the teams have to fucking trade these ridiculous things to get to the top of some kind of stupid allocation order just so they can go after a guy. It's so fucking dumb, and it, it makes this league look completely stupid. How hard is yeah, it? If you have I, the money, you can get a fucking guy. It's not, it's, it, the concept is not that hard. It's just like every other league. And if you know what? The Columbus crew don't want to fucking spend the money, fuck them. Yeah. If the Red Bulls or the Galaxy or Philly or whoever else they do want to play, well, you know what? They want to spend the money. Let them spend the money. You have a salary cap. That way no team can out, you know, spend a, mil- a bajillion more dollars than another. It's not that fucking hard. It's how every other sport in this league operates. Yep. That, you know, that all makes too much sense. That's the problem. Right. That That is the fucking problem. This isn't 1996, okay? The league is not going to collapse next year. All right, if you let teams spend money and be able to pick their own guys. That's that's it's not going to fucking happen. They have enough player support. They have their own damn stadiums. They have fucking t- a brand new TV deal. Donnie, what's the problem, buddy? What's the fucking problem? Yeah, we're losing 100 million dollars a year. Oh, interesting. Isn't that what New York City FC just spent to get into the league? Yeah. Hmm. yeah. All right, I got nothing else to add to that. That's just yeah. I just the only things, actually, sorry. The only things I will add is that the reason it's Thursday is because CCL is Tuesday, Wednesday. So uh, they're waiting for CCL uh, to finish. So that's watch. It's not like DC has anything to play for anymore, anyway. In no, the CCL. they don't. <laughs> ah. Uh, oh, but by the if, way, just one if, one, li- one little tidbit to add on the CBA uh, negotiations. You know, so many other leagues, it's it's arguing about uh, revenue sharing and stuff like that. And uh, most leagues, like baseball, football, it's like 50-50 between owners and players. Uh, my brother-in-law looked it up today. MLS players get 21% of the revenue sharing. That's it. That's And that's not a part of these negotiations. So get your act together, MLS. Well, one step at a time, you know. They yeah. Can't, they can't have everything. Yeah. All right, but uh, so the C- 
the CCLs uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, that's why the CBA was kind of extended past then. If an MLS team advances and there's a work stoppage, it would be really interesting to see what happens at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, assuming there's an extended um, holdout and all this stuff. Uh, all right, so before we wrap up, do any of you have anything to say that we didn't, that we didn't plan for? Uh, no, I think we got everything. Got, hopefully, nope. should have to talk about on Thursday. I really hope so. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, I have something to talk about. Oh. So I I took it upon myself. I took it upon myself to make some changes to the Red Bull rant. That's right. I am pulling executive power here. There are some changes to the Red Bull rant. <laughs> yeah, you think this is committee? No, bitch, this is a dictatorship. So there's some changes <laughs> coming that, uh on Thursday with our hopefully season preview show. And you know, that's a good title. Hopefully season preview. <laughs> um <laughs> So there's some changes coming to the Red Bull rant. Uh, we will be teasing them throughout the week because I'm not gonna give the, give that shit away for free. This is oh. this is gonna be like this is gonna be like the Red Bull uh, New York Red Bull uh, jersey tease, except I'm gonna actually keep shit from you so you don't know the final result. <laughs> All right, so just want to tease that. Jay, Jay, um, Jay, did you did you change your Twitter handle to at the Soccer Don? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not because you know what. I actually have a CBA with you guys. You guys may get paid jack <laughs> shit, but at least I have a CBA. <laughs> and we are revenue sharing five dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, let's see, that's two fifty for me because I'm I'm in charge. <laughs> Thanks, Don. I, Thanks, I get Don. fifty. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's a fifty-fifty split. I didn't say who gets fifty. <laughs> Hashtag I pick her out. <laughs> All right. Um. But we'll be tweeting some stuff during the week, teasing the changes coming up. Uh, I think they're good changes. We'll see how Pat and Truman feel on Thursday. Uh-oh. Strike, really like strike, 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 It's going to be strike. as exciting as Capone's vault. <laughs> <laughs> what could be inside? All right. But so let's wrap this one up. Uh, you can visit once a metro, once a metro.com. You can visit our website, redbullright.blogspot.com. You can email us at redbullrant at gmail.com, especially if you dislike anything that we said tonight. Feel free. We will put your shit up on. Even if you disagree with us, we won't stop you from talking. Uh, that also goes for our phone number, 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash redbullrant. On Twitter, at redbullrant for the show. At Dr. Stooge for myself. At pmacda 2 for Pat. At the Truman for Truman. Subscribe to us via iTunes. Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud.com slash red hyphen bull hyphen rant. Last words, we wrap this one up. Yeah, if you're a wrestling fan, do me a favor and go follow the Heavenly Podcast on Twitter. Uh, they're friends and they're fucking hilarious. It's the best wrestling podcast around. So that's at the Heavenly Podcast. Bodcast, not podcast, Bodcast. Do it. And if you want to listen to some Pat McDonald light without the swearing and the uh, the... Overall, over the top joking. I will be doing a uh, season preview on Foyer Sturgeon's Fire tomorrow night with uh, Michael Lewis. So uh, that should be interesting. Getting profe- even more professional than Rebel Rant. Look at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Moving on up. Yeah. Up's the right word for that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for Pat, Truman, and myself, this was episode number 132 of the Rebel Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in. Go Red Bulls. Peace out. Union forever. <laughs> What the fuck was that, Pat?
What? Major League Player, Major League Soccer Player Union, Union forever. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm thinking. I was thinking Philadelphia Union for some reason. Confused. Oh, hmm, maybe I should redo that. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> so, I can always send Jay. I can always send you the song "Up the Union." Yeah. <laughs> Screw that shit. Yeah. I'll just do. I'll just re-record Players Union forever. We're still going. Just do it. Okay. Players Union forever. <laughs>